Hello and welcome to episode 105 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, don't believe the hype, it's only Adam. Never, never. Adam. Only Adam? Are you alright? I am good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. It's, it's, Grace hasn't been sacked. Yet. Yet. Her, her contract's under review. She had a six-month review. That's right. And, and she uh, failed it. She She's on probation. She's on a PIP. Proven informant's plan. Well, do you know, after last week's um, Bob Dylan fiasco, mm. it was that last week? Or the week before? I can't even remember. It blares into one, doesn't it? Yeah. But um, after that, this music is really annoying. Mm, How long great. does it go on like this? I, it should be over in a minute. But what they... So, obviously, they won't know in the background but it was the right key wasn't it for our intro yeah it was blended in nicely. so we listen to the albums as we go along just to remind ourselves but mm-hmm. and we were listening to public enemy yeah uh, then but um <laughs> yeah so grace isn't here no and i thought it's not because she upset me <coughs> last week about bob dylan but let me tell you adam i've mm. been quite upset about it uh, i have been upset about that it's... because everyone i speak to is like yeah but busters are better than bob dylan aren't they <sighs> It's a real problem. It makes me really sad. It makes me really sad. It's, it's a sure sign of the end times, but I'm happy to be a part of them. Yeah, but your little Bob Dylan mm. busted mm. remake was well worth it. Plenty more where that came from. If anyone, if anyone wants any song turned into a Bob Dylan song, just hit me. You up. could do what's a you could have a cameo page <laughs> yeah. where you just do Bob Dylan by busted messages for people. Happy birthday! <laughs> Glad I crossed the wind. <laughs> I wonder, um, I wondered when we started this, because Grace isn't here, mm. which is very sad. Very sad. I mean, you know. It's been a long sad. time since it's just been two. It has. Um, long overdue, if you ask me. No, not really. <laughs> I'm joking. But I, I thought we should put a message in here for Grace, mm. knowing knowing that she won't listen. 100%. She won't listen. Because that will, because she won't. Cause, she you know, never does. Never does. Mm. So um, I should have prepped you on this before, but what oh. should we say that... Um, we should say that uh, Nora Jones terrible, sucks, awful, absolutely terrible. Her, the only good thing Nora Jones has ever done is be related to Ravi Shankar, who is then directly related to the Beatles. That's right, namely George Harrison. That's all she's done. So what Grace really needs to know is Nora Jones is the Beatles' fault. Absolutely. So you're welcome. Yeah. And also, just listen to the Beatles. I'm, pro- I'm probably sure we're meant to make- give her a message that we wouldn't tell her. That's but true. we've already told her that many times. But many times. This isn't just for Grace. In fact, it's not for Grace at all. Because <laughs> she's not going to listen at all. She, she won't. She won't. I imagine she does now. But be no. awful. Maybe Oof. we could put a little code word in. Just for her. Cabbages. Cabbages. If you hear this, Grace. Cabbages. Yep. First thing you say. should say to us is. Come on. Cabbages. There we go. Yep, yep. But anyway, enough about Grace. Mm. How are you, Adam? You all right? You know. Surviving and thriving. Surviving and thriving. Come on. Yeah. Well, this week we're talking about Public Enemy. We are. And I think this is the last hip hop album we're gonna do. Don't hit, there's no cheers here. No no cheers. Maybe. Um but this album is from nineteen eighty eight, right? True. Yeah, Come boy. On. I say that like I know, but I asked you just as we hit record. They don't need to know that. It's fine. So <laughs> so what happened as in 1988. 88. Um, I've decided to focus on the good things. Um, that happened because... What, what were the bad things? Well, Margaret Thatcher got in power. Oh, yeah. And um, for anyone who she knows British bad. politics, bad news, bad egg. Bad egg. Um, 
Yeah, we're glad she's no longer around. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. So some things that happened in '88: archaeologists uncovered the original Globe Theatre in London, mm. the Globe Theatre where Shakespeare himself put on some of his plays and and stuff like so that. So archaeologists discovered it. They they re they uncovered the site of the oh. original globe. So I think Why they knew it, it was there. Progress. London oh. and it, you know, it's an ever expanding metropolis. Yeah, I see, I see. Is it a bit so, like how Rome's built upon Rome? Yeah. That kind of thing. I think it's that kind of thing. Um Just to talk about the Roman Empire again. Yeah. You know, always. Very important. Always. Um yeah, so they uncovered the original site. That mm. is one thing that is quite fascinating about London, is the fact that because it is a city and it has been a city for a very long time and it's been around for so long and it has had so many different people mm. build into it. Mm. The Vikings, the Romans, the whatever. Um, it is just layers on layers and there are still some like aspects. So there's a, I think it's London Bridge or the the road leading up to the original London Bridge mm. has got a load of different like um, little alleys that are like tiny alleys that lead nowhere. Right. And those were the original sites of like inns and Wow. Places where you could get um like carriages across the river. Wow. And they're all called like the Nags Head and stuff mm. like that. And those pubs don't exist anymore, or the majority of them don't. But on the floor they like have put signs leading off the into these little random streets where these Wow. It's really cool. There's a lot of cool history in London. Look at what you're missing, Grace. Hey. Look at what you're missing. Facts about London. Yeah. London baby. I actually heard um someone told me this is very Liverpool central for mm. them. But we have to listen to Southerners talk about London all the time. So I mean. I'm just going to move it up north. Someone told me they did a tour mm. of Under Liverpool 1, which is the shopping centre. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm thinking it's not that interesting. It's just shops. Mm. But they they go under that. Like you uh, can go yeah. under. There's underground caves under Liverpool 1, mm-hmm. which the Liverpool is built on top of like a spring or natural spring or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or a lake that's like deep down underneath. Look at that crazy. And you can obviously you can't go that far, but you can like go in these caves and i decided I've, I've got to do that yeah yeah oh there's also there's a lot of cool stuff under the pool there is supposedly much like under liverpool one supposedly in bootle which is a little mm. just outside the main city center um is apparently a massive underground lake like huge you can row on it apparently and it's like wow. in this well-known secret no one knows where the entrance to it is but there was it's like the Johnson and Johnson factory or something, right. or the Hartley's factory. Or something. There was a factory built over the top, mm. and they reckoned they built this factory on top of like the entrance to this cave, so they could get fresh water. Um, so you think that? See, so see you. So, you mm. so they have plumbing that goes to the, or you think they went down into the spring? So they went. They w- built over the spring to draw from it so yeah they built like so you think you can still get to the spring now yeah people don't know where the entrance is but like there's this giant underground lake why wouldn't like bootle take advantage of that because that sounds like something that should be done because it's kind of been like forgotten and lost Mm. and like plugged up and also like corporations are built over it they used it to take advantage of it and now like Oh, so now you can't even get down to it? Is that apparently what not. But oh. apparently there may be some ways. It's like a whole like, oh, is there, is there not? A little conspiracy theory. A little thing. bit. It's really oh. cool. Cities are cool, man. There's cities a lot of... Kind of cool. Yeah, lost, cities are cool. Lost heritage. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, speaking of time, mm. which we sort of were, uh, in 88, <laughs> Stephen Hawking publishes A Brief History of Time. Mm. You ever read it? No. Have you? No. No, I don't think it's that brief. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't think I care enough. Fair enough. Uh, 
Just to be ignorant. No. Uh, you know, just... Time is doing one thing, moving forward. So, Isn't that saying like um, there's only one thing, time is the ultimate screw over or something like mm, that? Yeah, probably. You know, it's the only thing that, yeah. you know. Another good quote from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, time is an illusion. Lunchtime, doubly so. Mm. So it's a fun one. And the um, John Lennon quotes. Mm. What is that about? Like age is what happens. Um, oh, time is what happens. Oh, it's in um, Beautiful Boy, isn't it? Life is what, what happens, happens when you're busy making plans. That's r- awesome. Yeah. And then he does like a blinking. Life is, is moving. Ferris Bueller, wasn't it? Life is moving. Blinking, you'll miss it. It's crazy. Isn't time, it? man. It's crazy. Deep. Deep. Mm. Um, you know what you could listen to your John Lennon cassette? On in 1988, mm. a CD cassette boombox. Oh, Can nice. you tell me, Matt, in 1988, yeah. how much in dollars did a CD cassette boombox cost you? Mm. Do you think? Like a hundred dollars? Hundred dollars. Let me tell you, two hundred and eighty-eight. Wow, that's expensive. And eighty-eight cents. Wow. And people were just carrying them around on their shoulders. Sure, that's like a grand or something. It's not that much, is it? I mean, inflation. <laughs> that's a lot of money. A lot of money. I'd have tried to get one then. 100%. It would have awesome. been quite cool. Um, Australia also celebrated its bicentennial. 200 mm. years. Um, and the English pound note ceases to be legal tender. It was a stacks, sad day. <laughs> stacks of pound. Yeah. I actually remember saying, this is so sad. This is the type of TikTok that I'm on. Um, <laughs> where it was a man going around in 88. Yeah. Like, in the morning of the day that the pound coin came into effect and like going up to people selling newspapers mm. and being like, hello sir, do you know what this is? And he's like, it's a pound coin, isn't it? And he's like, what do you think of that? And it's like proper BBC. I found it really Crazy. interesting. But now, yeah. Mm. He's like, oh, we used to be able to have stacks of paper and it was great. Now you just got pound coins jangling in your pocket. Like, That's a good point. Yeah. But in America, you still get like... Get the dollar bill. Yeah, I found that weird when I went. So I was like... Uh, Oh, this must be 10. Oh, no, it's one. Oh, one. Mm. Uh, I felt like I just... Ha- I did have stacks. Yeah. It was an absolute stack. But a coin is a bit better. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but... But then we don't... You know, I've had 25 quid on me for about three weeks, right? Right. Can't get rid of it. Must be nice. In cash. <laughs> sure. I, everywhere I go in town, I'm like, can I pay for this coin? No, sorry, we don't take cash anymore. All those weird Christians were right, you know. I know what I mean. <laughs> but then there are some shops that are like cash is king. Like, yeah. yeah, well, they don't pay the taxes. Dodging. That's so, no, that's some things that happened in 88, anyway. Mm, nice. Mm. Would you like to know some albums that came out? Absolutely. Straight Out Compton, NWA. Oh, we've we've been here before. We've been here before. Um, Daydream Nation by Sonic Youth. Tracy Chapman by Tracy Chapman. Isn't it shocking that this that album's not on this top 100? Because mm. that's a fantastic album, isn't it? Fast Car is a... Is an eternal song, my Honestly. Um, and Justice for All by Metallica. Oh. Yeah. Giving You the Best That I Got by Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm trying to find the good albums, but it doesn't seem <laughs> I'm your man, Leonard Cohen. Oh. Um New Jersey Bon Jovi. That's quite a Rattle and Hum, you too. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. This doesn't look that good a list, really. Now and Zen by Robert Plant. Okay. Roll With It by Steve Winwoods. Mm. Steve Winwoods, all right. High enough. Yeah. Mm. I can't find anything good, really. But um, maybe that shows you what this year was like. Yeah. But, uh, Brian Wilson by Brian Wilson. Oh. We had a solo project, Brian Wilson, around this point. Nice. I feel like this was the time when you 
put your name into things because Kylie by Kylie Minogue. Mm. There's a lot of those self-titled yeah. album kind of things, but there you go. Brilliant. So we're in 1988, which um, is like, uh, you know, nearly the end of the 80s, isn't it? Yeah. I think like uh, 1989 is like, uh, I don't know, 88 is, it's a nothing, yeah. that's not far from us really, is it? But no. Like an eight year, you know. Yeah. I don't know why I'm obsessing about eight years. But I don't know. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about <laughs> It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. Mm. And that is the second studio album by hip-hop group Public Enemy. And it was released on the 28th of June, 1988, mm. by Def Jam Records and Columbia Records. It was recorded in 1987 and 1988 in sessions at Kung King Studios. Oh, say so that quickly. Kung King Noting the enthusiastic response towards their live shows, which you kind of hear at the beginning of this Dear. album, yep. Public Enemy intended to make uh, the album's music at a higher tempo than their debut. Yo, boom, rush the show. Nice. That's what the Okay. That's their, that's their mantra. <laughs> that's what their debut album was called. Oh, was it? Yo, boom, rush the show. Yo, boom, rush the show. It's not funny. Um, for performance purposes, they wanted a higher tempo. Mm. The group also set out to create the hip hop equivalent. Are you ready for this? <laughs> this is the most great. This is a funny Wikipedia. Um, the group also set out to create the hip hop equivalent of Marvin Gaye's What's Going On? I, did they achieve that? <laughs> I'm not sure. Know. An album noted for its strong social commentary oh okay so that bit of it right that makes more sense we should have mm. i should have read the whole sentence <laughs> mm. through their uh through their production team the bomb squads public enemy introduced a densely aggressive sound influenced by free jazz heavy funk um and a bit of a uh backdrop from lead rapper chunk d who employed socio-political rhetoric revolutionary attitudes and dense vocabulary in his performances. Man. That dense vocabulary, like, don't believe the hype. Yeah. <laughs> that dense vocabulary, like, yeah, boy! <laughs> Honestly, oh, so funny. So funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What did you think, Adam? Um, don't believe the hype. Not a problem. You don't believe it? I don't believe it at all. Um. I really have to believe that this was kind of like a groundbreaking sound. Yeah. Because like, so this is, so like hip hop and R and rap and stuff had only really come about like eight, ten years before, like in the late 70s, Sugar yeah. Hell Gang, Grandmaster yeah, yeah. Flash, all that, White Lines, oh, ha, 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 all that stuff. And it, and it has moved on in that time because yeah. this does sound more evolved than that. Um, and it is more aggressive and I get that and, and I think watching this live would be great. Mm. But it, I, for me, it doesn't translate to listening to it like, through my headphones. Mm. Um, I've I got to say as well, Flavor Flav grates on me, man. Is it? He grates on me. The yeah boy, every time. Like, mm. I get you got to have a trademark. Yeah. And if the big clock wasn't enough, <laughs> then then the yeah boy seems to mm. be his, his calling card. And I'm just... And you've mentioned, like, social commentary and stuff like that. And it probably is in there, but I'm just not hearing it. Mm. All I'm hearing is, 
oh, I'm so tough and I'm so mean and you don't want to get in a rap battle with me, all mm, that, like that. Yeah. That's what it seems to be. And it's got that, like, bravado to it. And it's not overly violent, which is nice. No. Yeah, it's nice. Like, it's not, it's not the gangster app yeah. that would then come in. I really don't know if gangster app's the correct term, but it's not that that would come in later on. And Yeah, well, I think that is a correct term yeah. for it. And it's not, you know, yeah, yeah. But that's not even much later on. No, no, I mean, not. NWA released Straight Outta Compton three mm. months after this. Yeah, but at least with NWA, and I, I think I said this at the time, and if I didn't, then I probably meant it. NWA, at least there is a that political message, and that anger came from a place of being, um, up, like squashed down. Yeah, but I think what I'm yeah. saying is, I think that album does a better job. Yeah, oh yeah, of everything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more political. Mm-hmm. It's more um, aggressive. You know, it's it's more everything. And this album yeah. still comes across like, yeah, boy. It, it's it's, <laughs> like, it's that, like, I went either. to my mom's house. Have you met my mom? She's really nice. It's yeah. that kind of... It's, but if we wanted to listen to that, we would listen to the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. Because that's cool. Yeah. Al- yeah. At least it's a bit iconic. And this, this is just... not cool, but it's just... I don't know. It doesn't seem very sophisticated and it doesn't... And and not that it has to be sophisticated because some, like, really simple stuff does sound just, like, great. Mm. Um, But I I don't know. It's just... I like... There's a bit of sampling in there, like, Flash mm. from Queen has sampled. It's quite cool. Kind of cool. Um, and and I, I definitely... There is skill in what Chunk D, is that the mm. name? And, and even Flavor Flav, they, they're very skilled lyricists, I think, in and how they deliver it. But I just don't think the songs are actually saying mm. much, or they don't seem to say much to me, to other people. And maybe at the time, people mm. were like, oh, these guys are really, mm. really saying stuff. So I think the energy is there. Yeah, me like too. I said before, I think if I watched this live, I'd be like, whoa. Like, yeah, I bet through, they were great live. Through a really loud speaker system, really thumping bass, mm. the, the drums do drive, and it's yeah. musically, it's like, oh, okay. But then at the same time, it, it just sounds a little bit the same. Mm. And if I wanted a bit of Frost does not, I'd listen to Beastie Boys. Yeah. Because License to Hill is a great album. And I realized that came out like a few years later. Yeah. License to Hill is incredible. Yeah. I guess like, I guess this is a great album in context. It yeah. Must, it must be. It and has it mu- to be. And it must be great live. Mm. But I, but I found, you know, apart from the violence and the, all that stuff with the NWA album, I th- I found that much more compelling an album yeah. than this one, um, and this is a bit one paced, and that pace is just, but it's not even aggressive. It's just loud, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, it's not aggressive though. It's no. and that's what they seem to be saying in the songs. Not like oh, we're an oppressed people, and you know, cops need to step off, and the government no. need to get off my back and stop yeah. killing us in the streets. But hey, listen to how loud my bass goes. Yeah, that's not saying anything to me. Yeah, and it kind of is like the song comes in. And it's in, you know, it yeah. doesn't really change there are no pacing or anything, no. does it? Whereas I think the NWA album does have more pacing to it. Um, I think feel like it's a bit unfair to compare it to the album, mm. but I guess that album was at least ten down on this. Yeah, which is crazy. I think it should be the opposite way around. A hundred percent swap them. And yeah. I think what it did. Um, I mean, if you think about like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and. All those like easy and all all the like cultural or like inspiration that it 
it did mm-hmm. for the next generation and the generation. I mean, I we were listening to Kendrick Lamar and Dr. Dre produce that. Yeah. Do you know? And so like, so you have to. So why we listen to Public Enemy is is basically why I'm like, 100%. why is this so high up? Is something that I don't really understand. Mm. And maybe it's high up because of how great those live shows were and yeah. what it did culturally. Um, but I don't really get it. No. Really. But, uh, no. And it, sometimes I wonder, like, this list, and it's, I think it's ultimately a good thing that Rolling Stones revised it and put in more contemporary and different acts mm. because the original list didn't have much diversity. Yeah. It was, you know, it was your dad's list. Yeah, that's you know, right. and and I do think the diversity is good that it was put in, mm-hmm. um, because you know people like um, NWA, and even as much as we didn't like it, even Jay Z mm-hmm. have had such a great influence on music, yeah. um, especially modern music. But I do think sometimes we listen to these songs and and they just they're not for us. Mm. And yes, music is for everyone, and everyone can access it. Yeah. But sh- should everyone access it? And if you don't understand it, maybe that's okay. And yeah. it's uh, you know you appreciate it for what it is, but it's not for you, so you're not meant to get it. It's kind of like a different different language, isn't it, or a different club? Yeah, yeah. Like you you can come to the party, but it's not really a party you're really invited to. You're just a plus one of someone. So yeah, kind of just sit in the corner and yeah, try I do and get it, that. You know, but I, I could I could be wrong. I don't know. But then we can say, didn't think this was very good. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But I can say I probably won't ever listen yeah. to it again. <laughs> Although I haven't said that, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's not very good. Say I'd like if I went and did this list again, I'd probably say NWA mm. is like a ten, yeah. and this is probably a seven. So it's not like it's really bad. It's just no. all right. It's just good. It's just you know. It's, it's just, just fine. Good. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was an interesting mm. listen, really. But there you go. What do we think Grace would say about it? <laughs> well, I think Grace would love it, right? I think Grace would like yeah. like parts of it. I think she'd really like the. the but we music. can. We don't want to talk on her behalf or yeah. about him. But, I'm gonna. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she would say, and this is a fair statement that there's no swearing in it, so it's great. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's a very clean album. Very clean album, which is nice. Yeah, it's nice for the ears. Yeah. But it's funny, you know, because. And we can say stuff that Grace won't like because she's not here, but we probably would appreciate some swearing and a bit of attitude, wouldn't we? Bit of the aggression. You know, you're uh, public enemy. Yeah. Be public enemy. Yeah, public enemy. Not like, you know, don't believe the hype. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah boy. boy. You know, it's it's funnier though. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, but there you go. And I think that's what NWA did do. They shot shots like, mm. no, actually, we are the most dangerous band in the world. Yeah. And we actually are, and you know, whether that we don't want to glorify that either, but at least they were. But at least they, yeah. You know, at they, least they were true they, to it. It was authentic. Yeah. Well, brilliant. Yeah. We're going to take a break, mm. and we're going to compare this album to Burner Boy. I told them. Yeah, boy. Fantastic. Welcome back. We are going to listen to I Told Them, or we're going to talk about listening to. I've done that twice in a row. That I don't know why I keep doing that. So good. Uh, we're going to talk about listening to "I Told Them," which is the seventh studio album by Niger- Nigerian singer Burner Boy. It was released in August the twenty fifth in twenty twenty three um, through Atlantic Ship 
space uh ship space spaceship records that's how tired of me now i'm just <laughs> mixing words up uh, and bad habit the album features guest appearances from 21 savage dave c vibes j cole gza is that pronounced a different way that how gizza gizza like rizza and from wu-tang and azade rizza of the wu-tang clan so there you go uh and byron missia the album was preceded by four singles, Sitting on Top of the World, Taliban's 2, <laughs> Big 7, and Cheat on Me. Um, yeah, what did you think of this album? So I don't think I've ever listened to, um, what did it, what's the, Afrofusion? Yeah, a bit of Afrobeat, Afrobeat music. Afrobeat. It's, you know what, after all, after all of this, let's, we talked about this through the week, but let's have a list that includes more of the world's music mm. it doesn't do that does it no because now we listen to some afro people like yeah. come on this yeah. is, it sounded quite fresh right really fresh it was a good good sound sound that a sound that has started i think oh when when did it start to i think one dance by drake and stuff like that yeah and then controller and stuff like that well that made it more popular didn't it yeah. and that kind of like i I, yeah. I think the world started to notice that there was this great sound coming out of different countries in africa um, and I'm sure each, forgive any ignorance, I'm sure each country in Africa has its own like version of Afrobeats and stuff like that. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know where Burner Boy is actually from. I don't know whether he's like... Nigeria. Niger- is he Nigerian? Yeah. I thought he might be. Um, so yeah, so like, it's really cool. I think it'd be interesting to explore the different like countries mm. and see what comes out of it. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's real good vibes. Mm. Real good vibes. Yeah. Um, you can dance to it. Not sure I should dance to it, but you can dance to it. But it makes you dance, doesn't it? Yeah. You can't help yourself. Makes you move. Yeah, it does. 100% makes you move. Um, so yeah, all in all, really enjoyed it. Sitting on top of the world, um, probably the best track for me. It's got a nice groove. Mm. Um, it's got a bit of a... I don't know what the flavour is, but it's got a bit of like a... There's a bit of easy listening to mm. this. Like it's not harsh on it. Yeah. Quite in contrast to like the bang, bang, bang of yeah. Public Enemy. This album's quite refreshing. It's quite like, mm. and there's energy in it. It's not oh, yeah. like, it's not it's not dull, mm, um, right. but it's not like pounding your ears in your face. No, the D is for dangerous. If you want some, you can come get some. Yeah, whatever, whatever he said. The B is for better. And um, not a single yeah boy, in the place. No. Yeah boy. So I appreciated that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I enjoyed it. It was mm. really refreshing. I should probably check out some more Burner Boy. I think Definitely. that's what it's made me do. Yeah. I'm like, mm, okay, Afro beats. Afrobeats is amazing, you know. I I don't have that much. Um, I haven't listened to that much either, but probably a bit more than you because my friend Jerome. Mm. I go to the gym with Jerome, and how I, I work with Jerome as well, and he loves Drake. Drake is his favorite artist. Okay. That's very sad for me, but, but you know, <laughs> you can't be perfect. You no. know, there's got to be something wrong with him. Um, and basically, it my introduction to Afrobeats, like probably a lot of people like us. Mm was drake's use of that kind of beat yeah. that we don't really realize is afro beats um but it but it is that's where it's taken from and that's where how he uses it but but then it takes you on this whole journey and so basically when we go to the gym we can never it's not that we can't agree on what music to put on <laughs> but we both like want to put music on that each other like yeah and so really i i listen to white's alternative rock so you know I can't really put anything on the hill. Wanted, you know, this to, and he likes reggae, but you can't gym to reggae because it's too chill. Right. Really. So this is 
Afrobeat is where we find a common mm, rhythm. Yeah. And I found find that like, you know, through like France and kind of like basically the colonization of Africa really, mm. um, you find that it 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 flows through Europe in a different way. Yeah. And so you find it in you know when that um that French French like football song came out? Allez le bleu. Yeah. I, I listen to that song a lot. It's kind of, this that's kinda of like this though, isn't it? Yeah. It's that kind of like beat, it's fun, yeah. it makes you happy, it makes you dance. Mm. It's just so great. Yeah. It's just so good. And none of what Jerome has ever shown me have I gone, no, I hate that. Right. Every bit of it, I'm like, this is great. Mm. This just feels great. I want to work out, makes me happier. Mm. Uh, and I re- Well, everything except for Drake, because what I find Drake does is he just says awful things about women over Afrobeats. <laughs> and so that's Drake summed up 101. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, j- I thought this album was really great, really enjoyable to listen to. Mm. Um, and people might not know, but we're doing two episodes a week at the moment. Ooh. We're trying to get through, aren't we? We're getting through. We're getting through. And so um, we had four albums to listen to this week. Mm. And I think this was my favorite out of the four. In fact, some of them, I could... When I was going through the tunnel, yep. I just turned my music off and listened wow. to one. I was like, I'd rather sit in silence Fair. than listen to this nonsense <laughs> because I just couldn't I just couldn't bear it. And no. but this album just made me happy. It made me feel good. Mm. I was reading the lyrics and you know, overall it was pretty positive and like nice and I just really liked this album. Mm. And to have like seventeen albums and be still you know, when we listen to some hip hop now or even just pop music now. It's quite dark and mm. bassy and monotone. Yep. But this is just like got so many layers to it. Yeah. And it sounds great. It's got a lightness to it. it I don't know what you're lightness. saying. I, I couldn't really put my finger until you've just said it quite well there. Like yeah, modern music and, and modern pop and rap and hip hop has got that darker bass. And yes, every so often there'll be like a summer song, which is quite mm-hmm. nice and light. Yeah. But this, there is a lightness to it. Um, that's it's not heavy, heavy like it's which makes yeah. it an easier listen. That even guitar music doesn't have. Yeah, you know, it's just a real nice beat. Mm-hmm. It's just a real uplifting sound. Yeah, and I really like it. So I, I would listen to this again, and I'd encourage a lot of our listeners who are like us that don't listen to Afrobeat music yeah. to get involved because it it will make you feel better. It will make you feel happy. Um, and I, I, you know, from what I from the very little I know. This isn't the best Burner Boy. Okay. You know, he, he's he got like actual hits from when he was actually that young, is. you know. So <laughs> you, guys, you should go and listen to that stuff. And, mm. um, you know, I think it's really great. So, um, yeah. What did you, which album would you pick? Yeah, I'd, I'd pick Burner Boy. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's not even a competition really, is it? It's not that close now. One is so dated while the other is so fresh. And it's dated because it's dated. But yeah. it, but it's but it didn't it hasn't survived well. It's not survived well at all. No. Not like you, you know we talk about Tracy Chapman. Oh yeah, but like Fast Car is oh, still yeah. today as good and sounds as good. That's right. And um, so it was possible for people even in when the that 80s band. Too. Well, that band that did a remix of it. I don't even know who they were, but oh yeah. And then there's the American fella that's just done. Oh, is there? I don't know. So there, there's been two recent wow. covers of it. Yeah, but it's fresh, isn't it? Fresh. It just feels fresh. The original best. The. <laughs> The original Luke Combs, that's the one who, who the country fellow. Luke Combs does a version of Fast Car. He's a, he's, he released it this year, and it's good, but it's not Tracy Chapman. I've seen people like, oh, it's, it's 
it's not. You got a fast car. It's how it sounds. Pretty much. Like... Pretty much. Now, if Chris Stapleton did it, mm. it would be incredible. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. Um, I had one more thing to say about the sound machine. Sorry. If you want to listen to bass lines oh. that are great and mm-hmm. poppy, this is how you put. Pre- produce bass 100% in it. it's really nice sounded. it made my car sound like I had like some kind of boombox I was like this is great it's great sounding yeah, yeah. so yeah this I couldn't recommend this Burner Boy album enough actually so but yeah. yeah is there a time when he has to stop being called Burner Boy and Burner Man he turns into a Burner Man uh, who knows maybe when he has kids or something Burner Dad Burner Granddad Burner Uncle who knows I don't know we'll find out I guess over time we will that time again so you would pick Burner Boy and I would pick Burner Boy as well. Mm-hmm. It's not even really a competition, no. really. Um, and if you were to rate the uh, Public Enemy album, did you hear that sigh, folks? That's not a, it's not a good sign. It's not either. a good sign. I th- I'll go for two. Wow, two. I've got to believe... Well, yeah, I've got to believe that at the time it made a big impact. Flavor Flav with his big clock. Yeah. That was clock... By the way, for anyone you hmm. I've said, hmm. you know, um, yeah, boy. <laughs> I guess you know what you're not wrong, are you? Mm. It's not that good, is it's it? It's not that good. This was like, what was this number? I don't even know what number it's it was there. on the list. Is it? Is it? It's top twenty. It's top twenty. Eighteen. Let's have a look. This 17? is. 15. Oh, shut up. 15. Oh, I was, gonna, I was about to say, if you say 15 or lower, I will I walk out. Top 15 what? albums of all time. 15. And yeah. yet, have we had Whitney Houston? I don't think we have. <laughs> no. What yeah. is no, going yeah. on? It's mad, isn't it? You know we're not getting any Whitney Houston. Uh, it's one of the greatest tragedies, I think. <laughs> so there you go. So <sighs> I'm probably going to put it. What on earth? Like a 1.5? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Now that I found out this is top 15, I'm, I'm going to join you at 1.5. I'm changing my score. <laughs> That's horrendous. So funny. What a joke. Uh, what, are we, what are we doing, people? What are we doing? I don't know. Top 100, maybe. But shove it back in the 70s. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I just realised? We'll wind up Grace. You know, that's oh. what we've been looking for this whole oh, time. Is we can basically... Because... If she's not here, mm. we need to give a default score from her. Oh, five. So, but no, we don't want a five for this one. Oh, don't you? We want a zero. You know, <laughs> all I imagine we just gave her loads of like top art. So what are your top albums at the whole end of the thing? <laughs> oh, these were in yours. Imagine that. Yeah. But yeah, it's not that good, right? Not, not that, that good. good. No. Well, yeah. There we go. Top 15. Jeez. Yeah. Top 15. Jeez. Do you want to know what number 14 is? Because that's next week's Come albums. On. What Come a segue. On. Thank you, thank you. It's just numbers, but thank you. <laughs> we are going to listen to... I'm a bit sad about this. The Rolling Stones. Yeah. Exile on Main Street versus It's the End of the World, But It's a Beautiful Day mm. by 30 Seconds to Mars. Yes. So, have you seen that they've been like on the uh, old, new old YouTube again? Because Chad Smith did... What's that song they do? The really good one. The, the Kill? Is that what it's called, The Kill? Oh, yeah. I did watch this. Yeah, and Chad yeah, Smith plays Chad it. Smith, yeah. First time hearing it. He yeah. slays it. And then they did a video, like, uh, reacting, reacting to it. it. And then realised, oh, they've got an album, though, that's why. Uh, that's sad, isn't it? That's but uh, that was a cool video, wasn't great it? Video. I don't know he, why we're talking about he, that, but... He actually plays it like the record. it, doesn't he? Without yeah, even hearing it. it. It's mad. Yeah. So if you like 30 Seconds to Mars, probably don't listen to the next episode. But yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. But there we go. 
Adam, we're actually done for this week. Mm. It's you know what? It's quite a short episode because short there's one. only two of us. Yeah. You know. A good one to um you know, if you if you got a lunch break, this is a lunch break episode, I think. Mm, I think so. How long did you get for your lunch? Forty five minutes. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like longer. Yeah. <laughs> do you have working lunches? Do they make you do that? Or they say, Why don't we just why don't we all get a lunch and we'll have a meeting over lunch? Do you do that in your work? Not really. They have done before. We do mm. lunch and learn. Um, where like if someone's an expert in something, we'll all come together. Mm. And eat that's them. nice though. Yeah. Oh. You know, we're a good, we're good. It, no, it's good. It's good. We all like each other in work, so it's fine. Yeah, you know? I like my work colleagues, but when someone says, should we just have a lunch meeting? I'm like, no. Could we just not? Yeah. Could I just eat my lunch in quiet and cry yeah. inside? Yeah. I will, I will take people, take your lunches. Yeah. Take your lunch break. Take your lunch break. You've yeah. earned it. I ain't got one today. Take your lunch break. And I haven't had my tea yet either. Mate. Terrible. Anyway. Anyway. People don't need to know. No. Grace, well, we'll see you again next week. Yes. Hope you have a good week. Indeed. Eat your lunches. Is this a, is this a, an ongoing segment for you yep. where you... Eat your lunches. You do... You give um, positive statements yep. again. Unionize and eat your lunches. Come on. Come on. <laughs> right. See you again next week. See you next week. <laughs>